Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So, for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Scumbags, this is the Scummy Mummies Podcast, with your hosts, Ellie Gibson and Helen Thorne. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies Podcast, it's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. Ellie, I'm really excited. I'm always excited, but especially today, because our guest today is Sakisa. Hello! Hello! Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. This is actually quite fun. Oh, you say that now. We've only just begun. This is, you know, we started comedy and one of the first gigs Ellie and I um, did when we were in, you know, 11 years ago was Comedy Virgins, man. Oh my God. And there was your beautiful sunny face i remember and um and now look at you you're on the telly and what are we doing ellie <laughs> we're sitting in my lounge yes. uh, yet again for 10 years we've been sitting here talking at each other while someone sits in the middle and has to put up with it but we're still going uh, nobody's nobody's made it illegal yet oh. um, for anyone who doesn't uh who doesn't isn't familiar with comedy virgins which can i just say also is one of the worst names for a comedy night i've ever heard <laughs> yes uh, would you describe what it is Sakisa? uh comedy virgins is an open mic night aimed for new people in comedy or people who just want to try new material. So most people, I'm going to say about 80% of people who started in London in com- came has started from Comedy Virgins, has yeah. come through Comedy Virgins. Everyone has to lose their comedy virginity yeah, at, yeah. Once there. at some point. Yeah. And, and, and just like losing your virginity in real life, sometimes it's it's really nice and lovely and for some people it's absolutely fucking awful. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's the worst thing ever. And you're like, oh, why is there paedophile jokes coming out at me? Yeah. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Why is there trans jokes happening? No, yeah. we shouldn't be doing this. We need to have a conversation, babe. Yeah, <laughs> things have moved on, but not always at Comedy Virgin. And you're the MC. Are you still MCing down there in Stockholm? Yeah, still MCing there. Um, obviously, I've been working in this pub for like 16 years. I've lost track, but it's about 16 years now. The whole thing is that like anyone can... Anyone can come. Anyone can come. It's they get there five anyone. minutes. Five minutes, they get to perform. We wave your finger up at four minutes. That means you've got one minute to wrap up. And we see everything there. We see comedians doing sketch. We see uh, just straight out comedians. We see character comedians. I've seen uh, someone on stage get naked. Oh. So, several times, actually. That's happened. Wow. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In a funny way? Or... So one of them did it... Um, they were dressed as a reverend. Okay. And oh they my. kept rocking back and forth. They had the mic and the mic stand and they were rocking back and forth. And I was like, what? 
why are you doing that? And then suddenly I realised that they're rocking back and forth because their trousers were being loosened when Ooh. they were doing that. And then I think they hit up like a part of their story or whatever they were saying and their trousers dropped and it was just full penis. And we were just like, Ooh. Okay. Oh, oh, my eyes. Was ah. that the punchline? I was like, oh, yeah, I think, yeah, and I was just like, okay, this is an interesting concept. Oh, and I've, wow. And I've never seen that person come back again. Oh, wow. You've seen it all. I've, se- I've seen it. I've seen a lot. It's. I would recommend going there. Either, like, if you want to try comedy, it's quite a nice supportive atmosphere. Mm, and yeah. the MCs, like yourself, do a brilliant job of, you know, looking after everyone. It's great. Um, but also just to watch because all human life is there. It's a bit like... Britain's got talent, but except it should have a question mark at the end. Has Britain got talent? Go <laughs> yeah. to the Cavendish Arms and find out. Let's yes. get back to Sakisa. Yes, yes we? because Sakisa, we, we've obviously alluded to that you're, you're, you're a comedian, a life of comedy, but you're, you're so much more than that. You're so much more. Let's go, let's go, let's go back. So you, you're also an immigration lawyer and have worked for Legal Aid. Yes, I work in Legal Aid, so there's not much money in it. People say, when people hear I'm a lawyer, they automatically assume that I'm rich. Yeah. And yeah. I've got money. I'm like, no, I work in legal aid. It's refugees. There is no money in it. <laughs> so what, what drove, was that just a desire to do good? Right, I've got this law degree, but what I'd like to do is not earn as much money as <laughs> other people in my <laughs> in my year group. Uh, yeah, I never really wanted to be a lawyer. I'm not going to lie. I never I never really wanted to be a lawyer. Um, I got. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I, wa- I mostly wanted to be a dancer. That's what I wanted to do. But my family and parents were very much like, no, you just must, you must be, you're our only child. You must go to university and get yourself a degree. Mm. And I was like, I don't know what degree I'm going to get it in. Mm. And so I'm doing it in law. So <laughs> <laughs> My God, good job you're clever enough for it though. Because that's... This is interesting. I found out I was dyslexic last year. Or not last year, because we're in 2024 now. Tw- at the end of December 2022. So I found what out age I- is this, if you don't mind me asking? We can, we can, we can, just, <coughs> we can cut this out. It's a case of this is a difficult <coughs> <coughs> 34 34 baby you're 25. a baby yeah I found out I was dyslexic um, and this is what my show is all about Edinburgh show was all about last year it was about me finding out I was dyslexic so when people when I found that out I kind of was like oh wow a lot of things of how I coped in university made sense my brain automatically just was like we need to figure out how you're going to get through education in university so things like highlighters and colours were the things that helped me. And I didn't realise that was a trait of me being dyslexic. Mm. So how did you find out then? Like, it's, I had a situation in the pandemic where I had to read on live. I can read a book on live. And I was stumbling over words. And I was, one particular word froze in my head. Like it wasn't coming out my mouth. And I was like, I know what this word is. It's on. It comes on the TV all the time. And the word was program. And I was like, I'm looking at the TV going, you know this word? Why is it not coming out of my mouth? And I nearly cried on live because I was like having a really hard time reading. And it's not like I have a problem reading. It's just reading out aloud. And I was remembering certain things that I do in terms of coping with reading. Like I would always reread paragraphs. It takes me a... a quite a long time to read complex words I can't pronounce certain words as well and I decided okay I'm gonna research this a bit and I was like you know when you people have an illness and they're like things that are going on with their body and you're like I'm gonna google this 
and see if, and then you're like, oh no, I've got cancer, and then I've got cancer. Oh, I know about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, time to date. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's that's my hobby. Yeah. <laughs> so I did the same thing, but with, and I was like, oh, maybe I'm dyslexic. And then I kind of for a year didn't think about it, and then after my debut hour, I kind of was like, I'm gonna figure out how this was, like what this is. Mm. and see if I'm actually dyslexic. So I paid a lot of money to get assessed because the NHS was like, you're going to have to wait four years. I was like, I've got a new show to write. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. <laughs> I've been waiting 30. I'm not sure yeah. this is going <laughs> to work for me. Yeah. And yeah. how has that transformed? And what sort of help or, you know, how do you now manage that? Or, or how, how has that sort of changed how you... It makes, me, it makes a lot of things about me a bit more understandable mm. about how I am as a person and how I communicate I find it very difficult sometimes to talk to people um, I know that's really funny me being a comedian um, but yeah evidence would suggest not <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I've never been good at public speaking which is why I got into comedy mm. um, and for me to understand it's okay for me to fuck up certain things. Mm. So I've now got the thing, the signature at the end of my emails to be like, just to let you know I'm dyslexic. Mm. I've realised how much spelling mistakes I actually do make in certain things. Mm. I didn't realise that before. I've noticed it more than I'd have before. Um, and yeah, just certain things, mostly to do with me personally and how I communicate with people is probably the most learning curve. Mm. Mm. But it's interesting that at uni you were saying you found your own sort of coping mechanisms and strategies and you, yeah. and you just got just, this law degree. Basically. Yeah, just kind of just went with it and then ended up becoming a lawyer in a law in a high street law firm and then still there. <laughs> yeah. Still there, dealing with um, our lovely government Oh. in terns of immigration and asylum. What Helen and I are massive. Lovely people. I mean, we're massive supporters of the Tories, yeah. aren't we, at Scummy Moments? Yeah. What a great bunch of lads. Hope they get another four years. Yes. Oh, such compassion, crossed. such vision. So, so much. I feel safe. You know? Yeah. My favourite thing that's happened recently is that um, they had this announcement that how... Or they made a promise, if you want to put it that way, that how people who claimed asylum pre-2022 will have their asylum cases dealt with by the end of December 2023. And they announced in January, even the Prime Minister was very excited about this, was like, yes, we've done it. People... No, I've got 20 clients still have who's pre-2022. You hang on like, a minute. Are you saying that the Tories did a lie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I will not have that, Sakisa. Excuse me. You <laughs> cannot come on this podcast and accuse this government of, the, of Britain of lying. <laughs> I shan't hear of it. <laughs> Fuck me. Wow. Does yeah. that get you... I mean, that must get you down, though, right? Just you fuck, I'm, I'm, I'm fighting this battle for these people who really need help. I'm fighting against this terrible, big, lying Goliath. Yeah, it is, it is such a difficult job. There are pros and cons to the job, and I always talk about... I think people here, I'm an immigration lawyer, and automatically clap, and I'm kind of like, well, you don't know if I work for the Home Office or not. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a good guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could be putting people on planes to exactly. to Rwanda all fucking day. You don't know. Exactly. Me and Suella, best buds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you don't know what's going on. Just to... <laughs> but, oh, no. Oh, but there are pros and cons to being an immigration lawyer. Obviously, I am trying to, like, keep people in the country. But having to deal with the the immigration system as it is is really hard to having to tell people most likely they're not going to get their leave to remain is really hard mm. 
to see people who are desperate to be in this country is really hard. I feel like people who don't have an understanding about immigrants, especially asylum seekers, I don't think people would really risk their lives to come to a country mm. like the UK if their life in their own country was that great. Mm. Like, I don't think people are risking... Like, the, the, yeah. the stories that you hear about people travelling from their own country, wherever, wherever it is, to the UK is horrendous and mm. sometimes it takes people two three years to get here and you're like i don't think people are really doing that for the for the fun of it no i, I don't think, i don't think they've always wanted to go to alton towers yeah. i don't think that's it i think mm. they're absolutely desperate and yeah. they don't there isn't another option it's no. not like oh i'll just do that on tuesday i just think yeah how do you say to people yeah i don't, I don't think having made all this effort to get here i don't think they're going to let you stay i think that i think my way of processing or dealing with clients when it has to, when you have to have those difficult moments is being empathetic mm. to be like I appreciate this is your circumstances and situation my job is an immigration lawyer I have to cut myself off sometimes emotionally mm. from the job mm. because of the difficulties having actually having those difficult conversations with people because you, if you get yourself too invested in it, then it gets your, you get too worked up yourself, you get annoyed, you get angry, and that just is not good for stress and mental health stuff. Mm. So I have to like cut myself off to a position where like this is my job. My job is to advise people about the law. I didn't create the law, and I'm kind of stuck in the middle with that. So mm. you have to empathize with people and their cases, but also have to educate them mm. about this is how our system is yeah. i think when people have a better understanding about the things they need to do in order to get their leader to remain then they have a better understanding rather than i've just come to the country can i get my leave yeah and i don't think that's the difficult situation with some countries I as mean, well. yeah i remember talking to a barrister about divorce and and she said you know and she advised clients about this and she said all these, you know, predominantly women would say, but he did this and this and this and this is so unfair. And she said, you have to understand it's a court of law, not a court of morals. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. And she's like, yeah, that was the hardest thing. She said, I don't know, he's he's done all these sort of things, but the law is that you'll get 50%. Or the lawyers, and that's and that's my job is to navigate yeah. that within that yeah. system. Doesn't matter what you said or what you promised or what, you yeah, know, yeah. That's, that's what you committed to even. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about the good stuff, Sakisa. Like when, when, when you can help. Like what do you, what, what do you get from? I mean, those moments where you've helped someone basically have a massive life change. You do realise it does change people's lives. Like it is life and death for some people. And when you get an email to say that someone's been granted their refugee status or someone's been granted their leave to remain or that you've won a court appeal hearing because I do my own tribunal hearings majority of the times because I'm qualified to do that um instead of hiring a barrister I can just do it myself and for you to be like I've caught into a court and I've won this case mm. is a great feeling so mm. um and you you do under you get to a point where you're like well you are doing a job for a reason and there are some shitty law solicitors out there who will just take your money and run with it and I've always been like I don't need to do that like my I work in legal aid I'm getting paid really low for <laughs> from from for my for the work that I do but 
the reason why I'm doing this is because people need help. People need to have a better understanding. People need to be able to trust someone who knows what they're doing. Sometimes people... I find it really funny when people ask me questions like, um, have, the, have you heard anything about my case? And I'm kind of like, if I if I heard anything, why wouldn't I tell you? Like, yeah. <laughs> I kind of, And also when people question your professionalism or like question like, why... And you're like, I've been doing my job for 10 years, like... I don't ask, like, I didn't go to the plumber. Why is the plumber doing that? I don't know the plumber's job. Like, just, yeah. just appreciate this is what I'm saying. I'm doing my best. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. my best. I'm yeah. just trying to live my best life. <laughs> doing yeah. my best. Yeah. Stop fucking up. Yeah. <laughs> what did you, what do you think about this, um, I think, mad, <laughs> this mad hill the government has decided to die on of um, putting people on planes to Rwanda? Oh, what kind of stupid move was that? I thought, I thought that was the most ridiculous move in the world. How stupid is... Oh, I'm not... Oh, it's so stupid. This is why it's never really happened. Because... Because I have... At a time of recording, no one has gone to... No Rwanda. one's gone to Rwanda. And how much does it cost? Like, 11 billion. Like something stupid. It's something... You know, and we've got nurses and teachers and, mm. and you know, collapsing... Basically, collapsing society... Yeah, and we're we're investing all this money, and basically saying I'm going to send the refugees to the moon. Yeah, mm. sorry, bye. Yeah, to a country where that where itself is struggling with its own human rights, mm. where you can't be homosexual. You like yeah. it's, it's there's a film about the war in Rwanda. Yeah. <laughs> Have you not seen it, Rishi? Exactly. What? What? Like, imagine if another civil war came out and you're just like, we're just going to send our refugees there. Ridiculous. Um, I just feel it's so stupid. Um, We, I appreciate that we ourselves in a country has struggled since Brexit. Again, whose fault is that? Since um, um, the war with Russia, because obviously Russia apparently helped us quite a lot <laughs> with us. that's the reason why there's a massive cost of living crisis so i appreciate that we're struggling itself and i i i feel myself that i'm struggling but i feel like Rwanda is a different kettle of fish i don't know what people are smoking in the government at the moment yeah i mean is it something your clients are worried about like have you been asked am i going to get put on a fucking easy jet to rwanda i've had clients been, who's had their flights issued to rwanda fuck me yeah and we've had to we've had to like cancel them or like get them cancelled. What so what do you do what what do you do in that? So is that is that they go to the person, they go, right, we're putting you on the plane or do they come to you or So they're still detaining work? asylum seekers, depending on what country they're coming from, they they're still detaining asylum seekers and if they don't feel like their claim is successful was gonna be successful, if they certify their claims or they refuse their asylum, then they'll just give them a flight ticket and their flight will be like <sighs> You're going to be sent to Rwanda. And I saw one. I was just like, oh, wow, we got, oh, this is going to be fun. Da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> just, doing some, just doing some legal arguments against it. So. And you managed to get that. Yeah. No one's been to Rwanda. So yeah. I don't see how this is going to work out. You're just wasting money and time. Mm. Yeah. Bloody hell. Wow. Well, if you're listening, the government, uh, A, there you are, an immigration lawyer has told you it's a fucking stupid idea. And B, fuck off. Yeah. Right, good. Feel better now. Yeah. Well done. Well done. <laughs> so let's talk, about, uh, let's talk about your other job. So let's go back to comedy. You're in comedy. In comedy. And 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 when did it all begin? Because you were working at the Cavendish Arms mm-hmm. behind the bar. Yeah. And I remember when I first started comedy, you you would be the one in the in the booth doing the sound, flashing the red lights at me, telling me to piss off. Get off stage. Yeah. yeah. Stop talking. And then what 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 changed? 
Why did you decide to get in front of the mic? I think it's because I was on... Shirley, who owns the pub, was very much like, why don't you give it a go? Like, you're mm. slightly funny. Because I used to be <laughs> working... Slightly funny! Amazing, thanks, Shirley. Wow. Did you call your first solo, al- uh, solo <laughs> album... Solo album? Uh, slightly <laughs> funny. Slightly funny. Slightly funny. Should have, actually. Slightly It's a good stage name. Yeah. It is. I know, if I, if I was flyering people... Uh, even though I had, like, flyers, sometimes I would just do it myself, innit? Or when mm. I'm after a show to promote... <laughs> you're coming to the show I'm always going come to the show I'm slightly funny get <laughs> on TV slightly yeah, funny slightly funny amazing <laughs> so Shirley said you're slightly funny yeah what well, I do and because she was just like you're always bubbly behind the bar you always seem to get on people you're and like I just like to have banter and like jokes mm. with people who are quite nice and quite friendly and stuff like that so and then I start then she gave me this job to do the sound for Comedy Virgins and one of the perks was like you get to do five minutes on stage and I never really took it up until probably like eight months into the job Mm -hmm. and then I was like let's just get on stage and do it because I used to watch people get on you see their nerves sometimes because people watch comedy and be like you know I can do that that's easy enough and then you get on stage, you're like, no. <laughs> Those five minutes are very long. They're very beginning. long for the first time. Now, yeah. I, can't, now I can't do five minutes. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> I think comedy is a learning curve. And, I, and it's, it allows people to express themselves. I find it more therapeutic now than anything. It allows me to cut off from day job stuff. Mm. And think about immigrants and asylum seekers. Um, and having to worry about that. Um, and just trying to have some fun. Mm, I'm a bubbly, social, in-comedy world person. Um, And then when I'm off stage, I'm like... By day, she's saving lives. By night, she talks about cocks. Yes, (laughs) that's right. Um, So, yeah, so you did the comedy comedy version thing. You've done your Edinburgh Hour, as you mentioned. You've done the telly. Was it live at the Apollo? Did live at Apollo. Amazing! And how was it? Yeah amazing it's the best thing I've ever done honestly were Um, you nervous I was nervous Um, I was lucky enough to be in a green room with loads of lovely other people Catherine Bohart was there Susie Ruffles I was in my episode Um, and I was like my mum and dad came my best friend travelled from Wolverhampton to come see the show three of my friends who've never seen me do stand up comedy came to the show Delicious. It was a lovely environment. A lot of quite a few comedy friends were there. Um, Four thousand people. It was the best thing I've ever done. I hit my head um, before the show. There was an accident that happened, so I banged my head, and I f- I feel like I had a concussion. But we we ran through it. Had a great time. God. Uh, uh, nearly dead at the Apollo. Yeah, nearly dead at the Apollo. Nearly dead at the Apollo. Um, I. I think it's probably the best thing I've ever done. And I look stunning. You uh, look awesome. I look stunning. Um, oh my God. Really um, sexy. But I don't think anything will ever top that experience again. Mm. Especially coming out, finding my mum, because we were the first recording, coming out, finding my mum and my dad just to say bye. And my, see my mum had been crying. Oh, oh gosh, I've just got goosebumps. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, so... And it's it's the first time I think I realised that she is proud of me in terms of comedy. So yeah. Aww. So that was. Oh, yeah, I'm I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, because before 
course she was like, what the fuck is this? What are we doing? Why are you on stage? <laughs> you have a job. Yeah, exactly. You have a job. Degree. Before, before she was very much like, to her friends, my daughter is an immigration lawyer, all this, like, oh, my oh, yeah. immigration lawyer. Now it's like... that that on all day. All day. Yeah. Lawyer's a good job. Yeah. Now yeah. she's like, my daughter's on TV. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's our vibe now amazing oh. so. so tell us about your new show because you're touring all around the country now right yeah so tour starts in a few weeks time very excited going around the country with this last show that I did um, which is called Hear Me Out tour starts on the 18th of February um, and then we're all around the country until the beginning of May uh, I'll be closing the show at the Mac Fest I can never say the full version of this McKenna McKenna yeah McKenneth, the Welsh one. The Welsh yeah. One. Um, on the second of May, but in between, we're in London. I'm in London the fourth and the sixth of fourth to sixth of April at Soho Theatre. Lovely. Um, around Manchester, Glasgow, Edinburgh, Brighton, Leeds, Southampton. Pow, 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 pow. She's everywhere. Um, yeah, very excited to be, to be doing my first ever tour. Mm. Quite nerve wracking at the same time, but. Um, Hopefully people enjoy it. I did get a lovely five-star review um, in Edinburgh for it. You can so. dine on, out on that all day. Yeah, your mother can have that printed up yeah. and be handing yeah. out copies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what's the show about? So it's about... It's about dyslexia? me. Yeah, it's about me being diagnosed as dyslexic um, and me figuring out who I am as a person, as an adult, um, and the effects it has had on me and why I communicate the way I communicate. So it's about that, essentially. There's a lovely surprise at the end um, when Alter Ego will come out to play. Mm. Um, I like to give audiences a surprise um, in every show. And it's always a party. Um, it definitely is a party. I get, I'm get in trouble with Edinburgh for quite a lot for audiences singing along. <laughs> That's <for it>. awesome. <laughs> um, too loudly <laughs> to the song at the end. But um, yeah, there's a surprise at the end. And I always like to bring a nice energy filled show. Ooh. And that's what it always is, despite having quite a personal story, if you want to put it that way. Yeah. Obviously, no no spoilers, but I know your other interests, Akisa, which we haven't even got into, include burlesque and wrestling. Yeah. Will so, there be any of those elements in the show? They, they, so there's potentially one of the surprises is you may see me take off a little bit of clothes. Just a little bit of clothes. You mentioned this now. That's yeah. awesome. A little bit close. <laughs> close. Will you be getting the ping pong balls out? <laughs> <laughs> she is talented. I don't think she's that talented. <laughs> I have to use basketballs these days. <laughs> Slightly talented. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing, because oh. you're you're wrestling MC now as well. Yeah, so I hosted uh, a couple of wrestling shows. Recently, did Eve wrestling last night, um, and uh, also started a wrestling podcast, a Wrestle Club UK. Yeah. Nice. Uh, which uh, <laughs> first read a wrestle club is you do a whole podcast about wrestle club. That's <laughs> yeah. great. Wrestle club, you can Yeah, so yeah, all, we get a lot of trolls on it. I just really, it? Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, it's what saying? Fucking what? What are they trolling? Because I tell you what, wrestling fans, some of them are nerd nerds. I like to right. call myself a nerd. Yeah, because I'm a wrestling nerd. I've loved wrestling since I was 11 years old. But there are some people out there who are wrestling nerd nerds, who are just so picky. Mega nerds. Mega nerds. So nerdy. And you're just like, okay, you're going way too... You're too serious about this, babe. Too serious. Yeah. Too much. Can you not see the joke? Can you not see the funny bit? 
Like, well, so I find it inherently funny. I've recently just started going to the one in yeah. Camden, and I'm, um, uh, I'm just an interloper. I'm just a sort of dabbler. But I find the whole thing absolutely hilarious, which is one of the reasons I like it. Yeah, it's, it's meant to be... They say, like, wrestling's like pantomime, yeah. where they just want audiences to be involved... They have the energy to audience interaction, and these people are obviously really athletic. I like to think of wrestling more like love making, like <laughs> you, it's gonna go hard and fast, you know. I like this, yeah. I need to go yeah. and watch but it. Someone might end up bleeding, That's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you can do it on a table, anyway. Yeah. Uh, and it's, and it's the rules of wrestling, you, you, there are no rules, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we know it's sort of made, it is, it is, Helen, don't. Helen, I've answered the question, listener. No, it's all real. Like Father Christmas. I'll tell you what, I recently... (laughs) (laughs) I've recently started wrestling training. And I can tell you, this is my leg. Oh, Takisa, ow! This is how it looked three weeks later. It was All of this was black. She's showing us a big bruise. Yeah, Uh, all of this was black. I'll show you a picture of it later, but all of that. Oh, wow. And then I've got a lump on this leg. Um, Yeah, there's a lump there. There's more bruises, more bruises, more bruises. The things these people do... Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So physical. So physical. People be like, oh, wrestling's fake. There's storylines, elements to it, yes. Other matches... Pre-planned, yes. Oh, there's, there's choreography, yes. But mm. you can't fake jumping on someone's head. Exactly. <laughs> That's that hurts. when they hit each other with chairs. chairs. I'm like, fuck chairs. Me. Oh, oh, wow. Way to make that look like no you know, chairs going through tables. Um, you could have a great tournament in IKEA. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I, I I need yeah. to come. I need to you come. You come along to come the down. next one. All right, all right. I'm there. I know because I'm, I'm, I'm not an expert like Sakisa. I don't know necessarily all the names of the wrestlers or all the moves or even all the mechanics and all of that. But I just, well, as you know, I like going to the pub. Any any excuse to stand in a pub. <laughs> love standing in a pub for five hours. And to stand in a pub and we go, don't we? We have some yeah. other comedians. We have a chat. We have a joke. We have some bants. And then to do all that while there's like a massive fight going on, like in the middle of the room, I just find it highly entertaining. And like costumes, you like a bit of skin oh, tight. I know, yeah, yeah, I like And that. I think you enjoy the women wrestling loads as well. Oh, yes, I'm here for that. Yeah. As well, don't they? So, well, yeah. Yeah. Loads. There's, well, there's some women have, go and watch There's it. a handful. There's a handful. <laughs> which is why I quite enjoy it because the women's toilets are never packed. Yeah, bloody <laughs> excellent. I'm there for that, especially because I, I, uh, I have a bladder the size of a pea. So, yes, I yes. will... Um, I'll, I'll, I'll be invited. I've been enlightened. Excellent. Yeah. Enlightened and uninvited. What a, a cross section of topics that we've covered today, Ellie. What a lot, mate. What a lot. <laughs> but um, I think it is time for the Scummy Mummy Confessions, Helen. Is it that is. Correct? So we like to, at the Party. end of the Party. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Party. <laughs> Have well, you seen someone's mashed up the little, little John with um, the Venga Boys? We like to party. No, no. what is it? What is it? It's amazing. Yes. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Uh, confessions. Thoughts. Yes. So my scummy mommy confession is that um, my son goes to a school where he can wear any sort of black trouser, you know, it, um, and uh, I was getting him ready for school and I realised I hadn't washed his school trouser, but in my in my cupboard was a nice pair of M&S tailored ladies slacks um, oh. with a tapered, uh, tapered at the ankle and, you know, some nice little um, side pockets and, and a cinched in waist. Lovely. And he said... Where are my school trousers, mummy? And I said, here they are. And he's like, ooh, the fabric is so soft and light. <laughs> and he said, are these really uniform? I was like, yes, I got yeah. them brand new. And he's like, oh, they fit so nicely. And he went off in a very lovely, you know, with, you know, uh, a cinched in waist, yeah, tapered trouser. Beautiful. Lovely, almost a 10-cell fabric. Um, oh. And How old was he? 12. He's in year eight. I don't think anyone noticed, but it, he he wore them very nicely. That's <laughs> fine. It's fine. Be fine. Lovely ladies' trousers. Yes. Um, so my confession is my nine-year-old son today has gone on a school trip to the Maritime Museum in mm. Greenwich. Lovely. And uh, my husband was getting you know helping get his pet lunch and stuff together this morning. And um, as, as regular listeners will know, we're not big fans of the royal family uh, in this house. And <laughs> Pete saying, "What, oh, Ellie? You kept it so quiet." Unbelievable <laughs> truth. Uh, and we heard Pete saying to, I heard Pete saying to Joe, um, "Now remember, what what are you? If you see the portrait of the Queen, what are you?" And he goes, "I'm a Republican." <laughs> yeah, that's all right. And Pete goes, and what do you do at the portrait of the Queen? And Joe goes, <laughs> did a big hiss. And I was like, I'm all about, you know, the revolution, get out of the guillotine. But I just don't know if this is appropriate. In a, in, in a public, on a school trip, the teachers. Yeah, because we've also got previous when the, the Queen died. Oh my God, this one, yes. And he was asked, I, I think I might have shared this before, but he was asked, they, all the kids had to write a letter about it which again is a, I mean I could do a whole podcast about how I feel about that mm. but um, uh, my son wrote uh, dear the queen sorry you're dead even though my mother doesn't care about you <laughs> which is actually quite light compared to some <laughs> yeah, of the yeah, 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 yeah. so that's uh, that's that's what we're Wait, doing how do you feel about Megan I, I've got time for Megan because I think Megan like Diana is a victim of a terribly oppressive system I think she's been abused and exploited how do you feel about that's Megan that's why we're friends yeah yeah, well, so, yeah. yeah. Mm. well done good been awful if you've gone around <laughs> I think she's a dreadful bitch <laughs> 
one with Piers Morgan. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, good. So, Sakisa, so uh, do you have a story of personal failure? I do, but I don't know if I can say it's a bit. It's a bit sexually gross. Oh no, no, we love that. This is this is very welcome. You're in a safe place. Okay, fine. So it's just uh, the internet. <laughs> on the very rare occasion when I had a boyfriend. <laughs> Uh, thanks for laughing already. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> it was a little cough. I was just, just getting my... Just the cough was on me to get out my she, she was in disbelief. She was in disbelief. What? <laughs> very great occasion that when I had a boyfriend. Um, I like to call myself a lady in the street, but a freak in the bed. Nice. Okay. I, oh, I've got a Golden Girls jumper that says, uh, was it Dorothy in the streets, Blanche in the sheets? <laughs> Similar, similar vibes. Very good, very good. <laughs> I'm Rose in both, but that's you know that's, just, uh, that's fine. Yeah. Which hole? Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So we had been getting quite freaky, mm-hmm. um, and I was obviously doing the Lord's work in terms of um, sucking his penis. <laughs> <laughs> And on your knees, that illusion, just like a a really subtle reference. No, straight in with these. I had his phallus in my mouth. Yeah. That's right. Good. God's work. God's work. Sorry. God loves a trier. Bless you. Bless you. That's that's the Lord making you sneeze. Oh, wow. Expel. Anyway, sorry. The Lord's like, why are you not doing it right now? Lay up there. Lay up. Pete's got a Zoom meeting in 20 minutes. We've not got long. And um, everyone had... uh, I want to say everyone. Everyone? everyone. Who was there? Is this the wrestling? The Venger Boys. Seven wrestlers. All of the traitors. The audience have been live at the Apollo. <laughs> okay. So he had got um, to his conclusion. Right. Yes. Um, oh, let's be coy about that. Yeah. He spat his load. Yeah. He got to his conclusion, which um, was in my uh, mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I was keeping the conclusion in my mouth. <laughs> She's such a such lawyer speak. I think and I, your honour. Yes. And I was trying to be sexy about mm-hmm. it, where I was like, you know, when you do this, you like trying to be sexy, and you're like, oh, I've got it. I still got it here. Yeah. In my mouth, I've not swallowed it just yet. It's mm-hmm. still here, but I will swallow it. When I did that, I accidentally opened up my mouth too much, and it landed on him. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to have dropped something, sir. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> and then he was like, ah. "What do you mean?" And I was like, "It's yours." And he, kept, he was so weird about it. He was like, in your body thirty seconds ago. That's <laughs> my hair problem. Yeah. You expect, hang on, you expect me to eat this shit, and you're complaining because it's touching yeah. your skin. And I was like, "You probably was like, oh And I was like, "It's been, it's yours. <laughs> I'm giving oh. it back to you for anything." <laughs> you pick your nose and eat it, don't you? What are you talking about? It's all part of this thing. Oh, oh my god! Dear God, I hope you chucked him over that. That's that's a <laughs> no. He was very good at what he did. Oh, okay. fair enough. Fair enough. So he did return these. The, he also did the Lord's work. Oh yeah, well, yes, on a regular basis. All oh, right. Fine. Oh yeah, that fine, 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 fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Amy Poehler in her book um, says, "If you don't eat pussy, I'll show you the door." Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, fine, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. I, walking. Yeah. I know when men are going to be good ones when that's the first thing they do. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I don't have to tell you. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because then, yeah, if you have to ask for it, then that's, does that just implies that they didn't want to do it in the first yeah. place? 
No good, lads. Get down. Yeah, yeah. it's not putting up shelves. Do you know what I mean? Like, just crack on. Let's yeah. just get it done. Let's well, get Brexit done. The last few occasions, rare occasions, that I've been involved in uh, sexual in- in- involvement. Uh, <laughs> Why were we so caught? No, no, you've got and his penis in the Who are you? To talk sexual, how, talk sexual how you would talk after a couple of wines with some mates. That's what this is, Sakisa. Your mum's not in the <laughs> other room. Tom Bay described it once on script on stream. The physical act of love. <laughs> which has now become a thing we all say. The physical oh, act of love. Yes. Fine, the, the last few occasions which have been rare that I've been fucked. Um <laughs> I uh, they've gone straight into um Pussy Town, Pussy Town and I've been like, you know what? Well, you're gonna be you're gonna be keepers. You're gonna yeah, yeah. not as in like relationship keepers, but you're gonna be good sex. On keepers. the rotor. Yeah, yeah you're gonna yeah. be on the rotor. Well done. Yeah. yeah on the yeah. rotor. On the rotor. Yeah, I'll let you know your shifts. Yeah. yeah. Let's go. Do you do you keep notes on your lovers? I keep notes? Well, like a little tab. No, because I used to in, in you know, in the slut phase, I had um a word document. <laughs> About as thick as a directory. <laughs> I used to have notes on each of them and, and what you know. Did you give them ratings? No, oh. but I sort of knew. I was like, oh, yeah, that one with that thing, yeah, did that thing. So I, I would just... But then I lost my phone in um, on the plane to Everest and it, that... Shut that up. So someone in Qatar right now is... <laughs> like, what? Scottish, 32. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, I had all those details. Oh, wow. No, I've never done that. I've had... I've, me and my friend were talking about the, our collection of dick pics mm. that we've got um, over the last few years. And, like comparing how we felt about them. Because we used to do this thing where we rated... Um... Dick Advisor. Oh, we used to do a bit about this. Yeah. 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 But we also used to rate um, nachos at, sh- at stores. And we were like, we should start doing this with, with our dick pics. Yes, yes. yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> nachos and cocks. I love that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have nachos most days, to be honest. I'd start like yeah. it when people don't layer the cheese. Layer the goddamn cheese. Yeah. Yes, oh, yes. Not just the top and not... Yeah, although... It's, and I think it's the same with sex. Give me layers. Yeah. 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 Give me layers. Not just that, then that, no, then that. that. No, I want, I want, back and forth. Yeah. Give yeah. me the layers. Yeah. What, where, where, what's the best ever nachos you've ever had? We're talking about dick. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like food more. Okay, fine. Um, there's a very good uh, Mexican restaurant in Streatham. I don't know if it's still there because I haven't been to Streatham for years because why would I? Um... <laughs> Sorry, Streatham. <laughs> No, fuck Stratham. It's a shit There's off. a shout. <laughs> I'm so sorry for people that live in Stratham. I mean, I live in Catford. I can't, I'm not saying Catford's not a shithole, but, but, you know, other shitholes are available. Yeah. No, but all a shithole, a shithole. That's the yeah. little kitchen. It's not a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that part of Catford's nice, but that's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Stratham. I don't know if they're still open, but yeah, they did very good naturals. Very layered. Had also, like, not the sour cream and the, the salsa and the guacamole on the plate it was in little pots yes better better mm, I but don't know I like the do you like the, I like the, a little the again, like sex I like a little oh you don't always quite know what that next mouthfeel is going to be like yeah yeah. but my problem is, is I don't really like sour cream oh, so I if it's, sour cream, so okay. if it's yeah, on the I plate don't. yeah then I'm just like, that's not the bit I'm eating. Yeah. Ah. Well, this is... A, and again, some people don't do anal. There we are. That's it. Um, <laughs> so you and your... Anyway, back to your comedy. Uh, your you, your friend, you were talking about your dick pics. Yeah, my best friend. Called her the wife, a.k.a. Snickers. Because um, I'm Twix, obviously. Yeah. My nickname's Twix. Her nickname's Snickers. Uh, she, we used to have a collection of dick pics over the years. And would you share these, or were these just? Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. Forward them on. Yeah. Forward them on. Put them in the WhatsApp group. <laughs> Stick um, them on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> 
frame them. <laughs> Print them off. No, she used to have an album collection um, of her dick pics. Mm. Um, and then I started to try to do that and then I lost my phone. So I couldn't... I, some, some dick pics, unfortunately, have been gone. Mm. Um, I've recently had one, which is a mammoth. Oh. A, a mammoth. I will show you later. A woolly mammoth. Wow. It's a mammoth. But it also looks like this person's in prison. <laughs> I was not... I Look, swings wow. and roundabouts. Sometimes you have to eat the sour cream to get the nachos. Because also, have you ever had a full head-to-toe dip it? What do you mean? Like, like the, oh, head, full body. We see the man's face and the full but I have no, no, no. That was, that was the rules of the dip and the tip pit. This is no the head, thing. no head. And, and wow. in the back, there's like some, I don't know, like a, a little metal toilet in the corner of the room. Like, what is a it? Bucket, a bucket, a bunk bed. He's obviously lives in a studio apartment, but the, the lampshade, so I say lampshade, the light has no lampshade. Oh, oh no, that's dear. a bit prisony. Yeah, yeah. it's a bit um, His red flag, his curtain is not, is held up with tape. Yeah, it's very prison. It's very prison vibe. And then hanging on the hook is like a grey suit with arrows all over it. <laughs> <laughs> but the the dick itself, good, is not stuff. even erect. Yeah, mammoth. Yeah, wow. Happy to spend twenty five to y- years to life on that. Thank you very much, mammoth. Wow. Excellent. Well, <laughs> what an adventure you've taken us on, Sakisa. We've done the fucking government. We've done immigration law. We've done. We've touched on burlesque and wrestling. We've done comedy. We've done dick pics. We've done nachos. What a podcast it's been, Helen Thorne. I, I know. I've had laughs. I've had gasps. I've had tears about your mother. I mean, it's been everything I've wanted. <laughs> Um, uh, so where can people come and see your show come and see my show like I said all around the country from the 17th 18th come and see my show around the country around the 18th of February I like I said I'll be in Brighton Manchester Leeds Southampton Glasgow Edinburgh uh, Macfest and London come and see me um, you can find me on my website my tickets are on my website Sakisa Comedy or follow me on Instagram Sakisa Comedy um, or t- t- Twix type in Twix it will pop up thank you so much for no, coming on the you. show it's we love fun. you very very much and Ellie we're on tour yeah but never mind that go and see Sakisa's show anyway. yeah should be great seen all yeah, our yeah. shit <laughs> uh, exactly you, if you right. really want to go why not why not both why not both exactly uh, go to scummymummies.com yeah. Uh, so yeah we're on tour like all year yeah. apart from the summer so yeah. go and see both scummymummies.com you know you've yeah, listened fine. to this before hopefully um, so yes that's us alright well we've got we've got some dick pics to look at so yes. we really must go yes bye bye Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.